0: Ramadan Mubarak, everybody.
1: Whoa. Ramadan, Ramadan Mubarak. First and foremost, there's a huge debate, Hassan. Ramadan Mubarak or Ramadan Kareem. I don't... uh, Let
0: us know in the comments below. Let us know, because I'm more of a Ramadan Mubarak type of guy. And uh, a lot of people, apparently, are saying Ramadan Kareem. So...
1: I am a very confusion. But anyways, guys, welcome to another beautiful episode for the Crown Perspective. I am Naima.
0: And it's your boy, Hassan. Hassan.
1: So, how is uh, Ramadan going so far?
0: Uh, I want to tell you, mm-hmm. I'm probably le- reaching levels of wokeness in my soul at an all-time high. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much, uh, this Ramadan, it's pretty easy. Um, I'm take, currently taking summer school. I have like 8.30 a.m. classes, like Monday to Thursday. And that's the only thing difficult about Ramadan because like... I have to sleep by 10 o'clock because I have to wake up from my my morning class. And I'm trying to study, but when I'm trying to study, I'm kind of really hungry. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the worst things about Ramadan. But overall, in regards of how, like, my journey has been in regards with, like, you know, soul searching and, like, trying to pray more, um, like, using that time, trying to spend my time wisely, it's been pretty good. Alhamdulillah, like, so far, like, I know there's a lot of things I need to work on. I have there's a lot of flaws in my character all. like I know we all have flaws but like my like you know mine especially but yeah I'm currently working on it and uh, yeah
1: How it's very you? very good. Uh, Ramadan is very good. I'm um, very relaxed. The Better weather relax. is booming. Booming. So it's like not even hot so I, I'm not really worried about that but it's be very beautiful. Um, I got to visit the masjid um, two nights in a row this week, so alhamdulillah, like just seeing everybody and um, the vibes and the, you know, recitation of the Qur'an, everything is booming.
0: Booming. But real shit, like, you know, like, I think one thing that happened to me in this Ramadan was, uh, there was like a couple days ago, I believe, uh, I was sleeping and it was, I don't know, I just felt my heart was beating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Isn't it always you know, beating. I know, I know it's
0: always beating, but I would be, uh, I would
1: be scared. I would be scared
0: anyway. if it wasn't beating. Beating, you know. What? But I think like it, it was like one of those. I heard it while I was sleeping, what? and I just felt it was like what? making like, what? but it was like huh? very fragile noise. It was like very like low, and like it was very weird for me because it was like I know I hear my heart beating all the time, but it was the first time I felt it was beating at a very consistent rate, what? and uh, it it just made me, I felt I felt very fragile. <laughs> like you know hear me hear me real shit it was like
1: i've never heard this you know, in hear my me, life hey, what no, are you talking no, about fragile no, my Fragile? Heart now, fragile. No, i just felt
0: like it was one of those moments where like i never like i felt like humans are very fragile beings because oh, like so like, it was
1: like a reflective moment i it thought was you ref- felt like you were gonna die no
0: nigga oh my naima
1: why did you feed me <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, I cook for myself.
1: I co- what do you mean? You cook for yourself? Like, like, do you, hear me. What, like, you want to get there? Here, no, I'm
0: relaxed. Our parents have been gone. They they went out. They traveled. yeah abandoned
1: banning me, guys. I've been they, slaving in the kitchen every day. I'm, I'm cooking every... food, <laughs> no. cooking and cooking.
0: Nah, a, we've cooked both days to two each days Oh
1: my god! Don't and even get there. Okay, when is the last time you cooked? Actually, you made that one pasta.
0: I made pasta. Guys, the thing
1: is, when my brother I made, cooks.
0: I made bolognese <laughs> pasta <laughs> and I made chicken alfredo with a mixed mixture of balance when of sauce when did you make chicken sauce. alfredo what the thing the other day
1: the balonese thing that everyone tasted in the house
0: no the bal the balonese balonese pasta. pasta okay and uh the chicken alfredo with the, it's like it wasn't alf- was when did you i didn't was, eat that damn, it was half alfredo half pa- uh, tomato p- tomato sauce
1: i didn't t- when did i taste that did i taste you that you did
0: you did the one i posted on my instagram you want to put my IG story? You
1: blocked me on Instagram yeah, story, I so I don't I know. Did. I did. I did. <laughs> I'm joking, Instagram. but listen, guys, I go cook more days. My point. I don't care. No, man. I don't care, guys. I am tired. Okay, but go on, hassan <laughs> My heart. No, I'm, t- I'm going back to my
0: heart. This is a Ramadan <laughs> special. Okay, we're trying to show people, but how like woke I am now? No, but on some <laughs> real note, like it was one of those moments self reflective where like I felt my heart was very fragile and like people in this earth, like humans, are very fragile beings. Like. Any moment now, my heart can literally stop beating on some real shit.
1: Okay, can I, if that ever happens, can I have the uh, Travis Scott Adidas shoes you bought recently? They're not Adidas. What are they? They're they're Jordans. Jordans? Okay, whatever. Can I have? No, no. I, I Damn already, it. I already, I already. I wanted them to resell it. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm donating. Uh, I'm donating all of them to the uh, Broke Boy Foundation. Oh. No, like but uh, yeah, that's pretty much that's something interesting that happened within my Ramadan. Uh, that's really it was a scary moment. But at the same time, I was like, "Whoa, man! Like, I gotta really gotta like stop the things that I'm doing and like maybe like just just seek Toba and just ask Allah for forgiveness."
1: Wow, Hassan. Yeah. That's actually, so deep.
0: I'm, I'm, the thing is, when I'm, Hassan I'm, I'm talks woke. very deep, like I'm it's, woke. it's very
1: rare. So, I'm a guys, very woke wow, kid. Mashallah.
0: And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, that Naim like you know, like what have you been doing in regards for your Ramadan? Like you know, actually, before we even get there. Whoa, okay. Before we even get there. We're going to talk about uh, cooking abilities and uh Oh, oh okay. my god. This happened? is why this is the topic that she she brought up earlier. Um <laughs> my cooking style, uh let's just say um I have measuring cups. I listen to the instructions. Yeah. If it says t- one tablespoon of salt, I don't mm-hmm. put six. Um <laughs> I like to I use paprika. I use cayenne I use pepper. pepper. Oh, cayenne pepper. No. I caramelize my onions and my uh, my garlic before. When the hell
1: do you caramelize your onions, Do said... you even
0: know how to caramelize your onions? Yes, I
1: do. But when I've have asked, you ever done that before?
0: Answer the question. How do you caramelize onions? Excuse me? How do you? How, how, how do you, <laughs> you okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> no.
1: no. No, actually, I know how to caramelize onions. You put butter mm-hmm. in the pan mm-hmm. and then you put. Uh, onions and then brown sugar and then you caramelize it like that Caramel- don't get at me not Hassan.
0: For, it's not it's not you
1: don't add brown sugar it's... yeah i i personally do it gives it a really nice crispy thing first huh. of all when i used to try to make afghan rice the one with the raisins and we want to talk about Afghan. we're talking
0: about one thing that's now.
1: they caramelize onions too somalis we caramelize onions i caramelize it with oil all the caramelize time. onions. this is not it's not I mean, up for me debate me, no, this, okay I'm, my potential husband is listening to this right now no, no, must. No, no, no. i'm joking
0: Caramelizing <laughs> your onions is literally either using oil or butter Onto a pan. He's you teaching put the me, onions. you know, Somali, you hear guys. Me, hear me out Oh, now. my God. You put Lord. the onions on the on the pan. Mm-hmm. And you just, you don't put sugar. The natural sugar I put brown the, sugar
1: in it all the time, though. The onion, oh, my... Yeah, yeah, and, pr- and first of all, guys, let me tell you something, right? In Somali, there's a mahmah, right? It says, I don't speak Somali.
0: Okay?
1: I don't speak Somali. Let me tell you something. It basically means, like, the kid or whatever who's teaching the one who taught him. Okay? That's so with one, me, like, guys, like, my sisters have said it. It's like, I feel like I want to call Kareema downstairs and let her know. Let the, her, the people know. No. And also, you know, actually, it's Ramadan. Let me just tell you the one thing, Hassan. You cook amazing. MashaAllah. I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the help. Okay, guys, help. this is so no, you important don't, you don't, you because don't help me. everybody on Twitter, especially the Mandam, the brothers, are here talking about, I'm so grateful for my mom in the kitchen. Da, da, da. Then you're kicked up, still waiting for the DM from the girl last Ramadan. She hasn't responded back to last you. Last
0: Ramadan. Achi, allow it. Leave it you know I alone. Mean? Leave her.
1: And then. You want to talk about, oh, like, I'm just, I can't wait for iftar. Hassan, on the other hand, alhamdulillah, when he helps, he helps, you know? Other than that, I cook, and then that's it.
0: No, but honestly, okay, fine. It's but a
1: collaborative effort. I cook more like traditional, traditional Somali food. She
0: cooks more traditional, like, you know, flavors. Karima and Hafsa, like, the two little sisters, little sisters. My uh, sisters. Because when our parents left, they were like, we had to be, had to be more responsible. Like, we had to make sure that the food is on the table. Uh, <laughs> they said that my food has a lot of flavor.
1: No, no, they
0: have flavors you know it's flavorful but it's just flavors they're not used to yeah. and i'm okay with that you know like and it's for me it's like i'm interested in like you know just breaking boundaries you know i want to create a cuisine that ignites the taste buds of every
1: single person that it touches
0: you know yeah like it's remarkable
1: it's exquisite yeah like hassan guys he doesn't even show up at no uh he doesn't even shop at no frills he shops at whole foods like whole foods and then he brought like and then when he makes eggs in the morning like tell them please hassan because i'm confused guys guys,
0: for ramadan or whatever burning my pants it's not just burning your pants but recently what i've been doing is uh i like on youtube and uh i go youtube i just go videos of like chefs and how they make food and yada yada Mm-hmm. And then one time was uh, there was a sh- Gordon Ramsay how he makes scrambled eggs, and usually like how I make scrambled eggs. Wow, I just... Wow,
1: everybody! Sorry, we have to we have to pause, Hassan. Oh my god! Our little sister, one of them, is here right now. <laughs> Kaidima, say Karima. your name and where you from.
0: I know she said I already said Kaidima. Answer the question, out. Yeah. Our between our cooking, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, I'm not sure who's better, right? Talk about what each. Cook what makes them different and what makes them unique in their own way.
1: No comment.
0: No comment.
1: <laughs> well oh first of all guys, we actually want to also say congratulations to Kidima for getting into university. All Mashallah. her choices, her Ah-ha top choices, choices Alhamdulillah. people. Uh,
0: four for four, four right now. Wow. Mashallah. Four, she's four, a whole
1: four. queen. We stand a queen. But anyway, sorry Hassan. We no. so you can go. It it what huh. <laughs> we're like, not doing, doing the dishes? Do
0: dishes we're not doing the dishes i'm bro. gonna do them anyways we're leaving an authentic dishes,
1: family dude. style podcast uh, men men, men don't do
0: dishes anyways what? um
1: okay.
0: so very much gordon ramsay he makes scrambled eggs basically he used this on and off method so he gets a pan and he cracks the egg onto it he puts he doesn't whisk it, whisk it yet he puts salt he doesn't salt it yet. he just puts butter and then he just puts it on and off the stove. Keep keep on whisking it, whisking it, whisking it. But then one ingredient that makes it stand out craziest is when he puts creme fraiche. Listen here, people. I've tried to find creme fraiche everywhere. No frills. Walmart, Food Basic, Price Choppers. I couldn't find it anywhere. Man I had to go to Whole Foods. It was $7 for something that was so tiny. But honestly, guys, I feel like I, can, I make. Currently, the the greatest scrambled eggs on earth.
1: Okay, that's and not for
0: debate. That's, uh, no, that's no, that's that's not up for, for debate. So everybody here, if you guys want to see a Scarborough man hood nigga cooking show on YouTube,
1: guys, he cooks with a do rag.
0: I I'll cook with a do rag. I'll be like yeeep, and then we'll be niggas rolling uh thing high C, you know, in the in the in the corner whooping that with the Pyrex cup. If you guys wanna. If you guys want to see it, just let me know. Comment down below, and just on the SoundCloud or just direct message the Crown Perspective Instagram handle, and just let us know if we should do it.
1: Yeah, guys, yo, we should actually have a Twitter page, Hasan. The we thing should. is, like, my brother, like, I don't think he would. I can't handle social media, guys. I already can't handle my own. It's like the DMs or like the messages, so much maintenance. I just want to close social media altogether. But Hassan, guys, I will open Twitter if Hassan promises to use it.
0: Uh, the Crown Perspective handle. Yeah. Uh hopefully, um hopefully maybe we can do that. But uh inshallah, yeah, but in regards to that, I can cook, mine can cook. Uh Naima, she's good, she's I right. she just small traditional food. I make uh Are you food. dumb?
1: Are you stupid? Are you dumb?
0: The topic uh I think like when Naima had a topic particular in today about uh she wanted to mention. But before we do, before we go into that, today's a very important day. Why? What happened? I'm, I've been like holding this back to tell you for this one, a long time.
1: But what the hell are you telling? Are you? Has it been this been, this, been, this is this is this is
0: a Crown Perspective exclusive, Naima. Like this is very exclusive. You know, okay. I've been contemplating this, mm-hmm. but uh, I have decided to submit uh this document what in front of you.
1: Said, Today's actually... game
0: seven: Raptors <laughs> versus oh Sixers. Oh All right. God. At I literally thought you we were going to talk about
1: like some next like I'm um, filing like oh, no, 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 like uh, you know like um what's it called university papers for graduate school or something oh, no, I was no, like no,
0: no 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 trust me I'm, there's no, I'm no stupid okay stupid. go on but today's very important game guys it is
1: 100 game seven the Raptors seven. win everybody take a moment of silence silence Amusa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amusa.
1: <gasps> <laughs> 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 and Blaze Blaze and Blaze <laughs> that the Raptors we is making it to the Eastern Conference no no
0: we want finals.
1: No, we're not gonna really make it that far. We gotta gotta be the Bucks. Beyonce, like obviously you guys know I love her. Okay, she was at the Houston game. But then they, which means she already. (laughs) But they lost. The
0: Houston Rockets (laughs) lost. (laughs) So it means Beyonce not really the queen. Oh my god! The real queen was there. Daenerys Targaryen, Game of Thrones, especially today, guys. Holy smokes! Honestly, I I don't care. I want to say one thing about Game of Thrones, Naima.
1: I can't Uh, watch that. It's it's really
0: bad, guys. The way that they've handled it, D and D. The two directors for Game of Thrones, y'all are crap. You guys really ruined a really remarkable and really special TV show. You guys just ruined it. After season seven, you guys really ruined the season seven, season eight trash. So, oh uh, yeah, know. I just want I just want to make I just want to make that comment uh, Game of Thrones today know. as well at uh, nine PM. So yeah, today's a very really jam packed day.
1: Wow, I still have to cook. So yeah, I, I have to cook too. Oh, you are yeah. I was
0: going to cook, but we don't
1: have shrimp. I I told you I'm allergic to shrimp. Anyways. Okay, anyways, guys. So today, in all honesty, I kind of just wanted to, like we're kind of doing right now, just free freelancing, not freelancing, free falling, freestyle, freestyling, right? All of this. I really didn't know what to talk about, but the biggest thing that came to my mind was obviously inspired by my Twitter timeline. As -hmm. you know, I'm new on Twitter. You guys can follow me. N-A-E underscore Hessen. Okay, I was okay. sick and tired of Naima rights, like, honestly. Anyways, but, like, this idea, right, that obviously this whole quote-unquote Ramadan Muslim that is constantly being um, pretty much quoted or tweeted about. Um, actually, I was also advised, not advised, but, like, sort of, like, given, like, a tip to talk about this by my friends at the Masjid. Shout out to you guys. So Ramadan Muslims, Hassan. You've heard about them. You heard about the, you hear about the concept, you hear about the idea that is preached constantly over Twitter when quote-unquote practicing Muslims think it's okay to belittle Muslims who are trying their best, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously Ramadan is a very holy month, right? And you obviously want to be the best person because it is mentioned, and I think it's in a hadith, but I do not want to quote it at all, yeah, that if call. you go out of Ramadan the same way you were before Ramadan, you are the loser, pretty mm-hmm. much, right? Yeah. So you're supposed to leave out of this better. Of course. But like, obviously, none of us are perfect, and Hassan began the podcast by mentioning that. And like, I always have to see like sisters or brothers who are on the deen, Mashallah, Allahumma may Allah elevate your rankings in Jannah, okay? But going back to how you guys should also be really careful with the way you guys preach. So, Hassan, what do you think about no, it's very these Twitter chefs? It's not just,
0: yeah. This, this you brought it up, and I'm, I actually want to bring it up. Uh, Last week, but then we were fighting last week. That's why we didn't record.
1: Yeah, sorry. Uh, We
0: actually, we had so many ideas last week. I won't talk about so much, but me and I were fighting. We're not Uh, fighting.
1: We just had a miss, like an art, like a... We were fighting. And also, by the way, I was in Ottawa. I wasn't even in town.
0: Yeah, but we were fighting. I was with
1: Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. uh,
0: Yeah, cool. Wow! Trudeau, he's trash. Anyways, the worst (gasps) Prime Minister on Earth.
1: Astaghfirullah.
0: But anyways, the Twitter Sheik. So there was a guy, I don't know if you guys seen a video. There was a guy in Lil Durk. Lil Durk? Lil Durk, Chicago rapper uh he is a Muslim he 's a proclaimed Muslim. He identifies himself as a Muslim man, and there was a video that was circulating that uh, there was a video uh, of recording uh, people It was like a music shoot mm-hmm. and uh he's wearing a kufi he's wearing a uh, khamis. and he had a kitab you know opened
2: oh, like open, like and
0: then like there was like he 's rapping and then everybody is like like when I was saw him, like when I was seeing tweets. And, like, replies and, like, people going in on him. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, how can he be playing music, making music with the Qur'an? I understand.
2: Mm -hmm. You know,
0: that's, you know, at the end of the day, that it's, like, combining having the Qur'an and music and putting them two together is completely wrong. Yeah. But one thing that we really, guys, have to understand, and some of you individuals especially fail to realize where Lil Durk actually comes from and what his path in life was. This individual comes from the south side of Chicago, Right, this guy knew nothing but violence, death, and the in the morning, and he was lost countless friends of his. His father is a gangster, his, his whole family, everybody he knew was, is part of this gang life. His only source of income, the way that that got him out of this situation was through music. He found liberation either through the nation of Islam through Kevin Gates when he was preaching about Islam and he's, like, he's, I mean, he converted to Islam, right? One thing we have to do is instead of bashing him and pushing him down and telling him how wrongful he mistakes, like, the, all the mistakes that he's, he's doing, we have to sometimes have to understand, learn how to address mm-hmm. certain things with certain individuals right shit, yeah. just how for example if we see a child a child or someone who's new to the faith new to the religion if you see him do something wrong how do you correct him right will you start screaming and yelling at him because that's gonna that child's gonna build resentment right or we're gonna be like hey listen so and so is uh why are you doing this mm-hmm. try to understand we have to like people really like use Islam or the religion to kind of like boost their ego and to feel like I'm better than you it's like a sense of like my Iman or like look at me I'm doing this I'm doing this I'm better than you right and Lil Dirk, for example like I honestly do really feel bad I feel bad
1: for a lot of people like even he's just one yeah yeah, he's he's just just one example, tiny example like and 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 this is not what Islam teaches us either
0: 100% and then for me it's kind of like we see this countlessly, but it was like for me I felt really hurt like you know it was like seeing like this brother for example like for someone who comes from the hood Someone, like, I did not like, grow from it, but, like, in fact, I grew up in Scarborough and grew up with the communities around me, hearing the news, tragic news, g- losing friends in my lifetime. It was just, like, come on, like, you know, like, this man is suffering. He found inner peace.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How should, how can we truly judge him and make uh, decisions when are we the ones who are truly, uh, do we, are we the ones who kind of call the final shots?
1: We're really not. We're
0: really not. We're really insignificant. Instead of looking away or not just looking away but trying to kind of like, you know, like communicating or figuring a fragrance way to add like trying to address certain things in a better way, mm-hmm. we just bash people.
1: Yeah. All the time. All we the bash, time. Especially know? as especially as a Muslim woman, as a woman who wears hijab and as a black Muslim woman, right? There's many intersectional identities that I share and I feel like people find it like they feel more um they find it more okay to police a black Muslim women obviously when anybody, we're looking we, no we but not even no, not really anybody Hassan right like when we're really talking about the hierarchy of repression Hassan right like the way Muslim women in general though right in the category are oppressed simply because of the way they wear their hijab we see it live on the TL like hmm. now Halima Aden, she posted or she has a um, she was somewhere, on the Sports Illustrator magazine right bras, she was in sh- a swimwear. burkini right
0: So the swimwear edition right
1: I can have a million and one things to say about it but, yeah. but the idea is Hassan hmm we should really, really stop before you guys talk and represent Islam and really reflect on how it is that you are portraying the deen that you so-called abide by. The Prophet was recognized for his kindness and whenever he gave somebody advice or nasiha, he was the utmost kindest person, right? Mm. And the most like, you you will never feel judged in any shape way, or form, right? So it's like if we are human beings, and we all will end up six feet under the same place as everybody else in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll be judged by the same Lord, right? Why is it that we feel entitled to constantly criticize? Like, how? where do you guys get this energy from? Isn't it tiring? One, like, I personally have had friends in my life who are the most practicing sisters, mashallah. I started going on Instagram, and I'm being straight up about this, and I've never really talked about this ever. I started going on Instagram and it was just like, sister, like all of a sudden you, you know, like, huh? Is it U turn? Yeah, it was like, sister, like, what are you doing? Like, how could you put your face out there? Like, what could, oh, like, not even giving me like hadiths to back it up, not even giving me eyes of the Quran to back it up. Just like, oh, sister, like, what are the brothers? The brothers are staring at you. Everything is the brothers, the brothers, the brothers. And there's one thing to recognize. That the deen, whenever someone talks to you and gives you nasiha, you don't think about it as like, I hate this word, like, only God can judge me. Like, I I genuinely hate that because if you are a Muslim, you understand that there are rules and regulations that we, like, follow, right? But don't come at me with this kind of crap. And that's exactly the same type of energy they take from the message to the timeline and social media. To innocent little sisters who are just lost.
0: No, it's not just lost But I not just feel lost, like everybody's, lost, everybody's iman Is like, you know It goes up and down Various, you know Throughout time You know, you can have The highs of imans And be the lows of imans You know, in the span of like It takes like two seconds, right? But then People real have to realize That There's only one sin That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Does not forgive And that is committed shirk No you know, seeking,
1: make, seeking up Associating partners with Allah,
0: right? Everything else could be forgiven yeah. But the thing is, is, like, when we bash individuals, for example, when a woman who does not wear hijab, when she advocates for a certain thing, when a man is outside, you know, you know, going, you know, in and whatever and just doing whatever. When both genders, they're doing in. Mm-hmm. Um, when we, like, start judging and I'm a, we do judge, uh, it's factual that we, we, hypocr- we're very, men are usually, a lot of them are hypocrites and the way that how we, ju- we, ca- we cater towards, you know, like men can do whatever they want, but women can't. But. It's like uh come on guys, like you know, like who knows? Like, you know, like by us bashing them, we're actually could be detrimental in pushing them further and further away from the religion, right?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent.
0: And it's like, come on, you know, like it takes two seconds. Like, you know, I'd rather really like there's like there's something like, you know, and even in the Quran, like, you know, I'm not like some trust me, like I'm literally the the last person to ever be quoting stuff and talking about religion. But you know, like Nefsi, nefsi, nefsi. At the end of the day, Yom Kippur, you know, like uh, everybody be looking after themselves, you know. Yeah. And the fact that it's kind of like we seem to kind of like care for about how other people are feeling, other people doing, and like you know, like being nosy. I'm like, man, like you know, you don't have to worry about that. Worry about yourself, yeah, you know. And the thing is, is like all these Twitter sheikhs and these, Twitter and these Twitter girls who are like you know like. Uh, I don't know, what's the word for sheikhas? a woman, and stuff like that, right? or Whatever, all those stuff, right? I'm like, come on, like, you know, like, after, like, listening to one, two podcasts about the religion and listening to Dr. Zakir Naik, you think you can give fatwa now to individuals?
1: I mean, there's there's a difference, though. You no, can give no, somebody advice.
0: Advice, but the thing is, like, those who, you give advice, but those who are making, like, you know, claims of as haram and putting them down. And, yeah,
1: immediately. I'm like, guys,
0: guys, listen, like, you know, like, you have to literally... The, the religion is something that you can't be playing with. At all. You can't be quoting something from the Quran and like, you know, interpreting in your own ways.
1: Yeah. Like, and you know, know what as well? Hassan? one like, you know, thing? It's yeah, like, the on. thing
0: is, it's like, guys, like, you know, there are people who go to education, they go to school and they study years and years and years and years. Right? Mm. Like, for example, like, just to kind of like, you know, it takes years for them to kind of like, you know, be to a level of like, you know, like understanding of the religion. Yeah. It's just how, for example, like, you're sick. You're coughing. Uh, you feel like tightness in your stomach. All of a sudden, your bro watches. Like you know, he does. He does a one-two course at uh, Bioscience, and I don't know. He does biology, whatever, or like kinesiology. And then he, you know, get right, I think uh, I'm. A, I think you have a uh, bronchitis. I think you have uh colon cancer. After just him watching two three videos,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he's able to make that kind of claim. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna listen to him?
2: Mm-mm.
0: No, you're not gonna listen to him you're going to be like, you're going to push him aside and you're going to be like, what are you doing? You don't have the, you don't have the paperwork. You don't have the credentials. You're not going to listen to him. Yeah. Just like, for example, your daughter, your te- your, your kids, you're going to you take him to a school that doesn't have the credentials to teach them ki- their kids?
2: Mm.
0: No, of course not. So it's these things that people have to realize. If you don't have the credentials, if you don't have the full understanding of the religion, not just the religion, but how to practice. If you're not, Practicing it, if you're not, if you don't have the knowledge to learn how to address it mm-hmm. and to teach people, then don't talk at all. Because yeah. what you're doing right now is you're committing a grave sin.
1: Yeah, some girl asked me You could be, you could be.
0: And Allahu yeah. Alam. Like, yeah. no, and someone... at the end of the day, like, you know, like God could be the one who looks at you and makes a decision. Right. He can look at you, for example, and be like, Allah subhanahu could be the most merciful and he'd be the most punishable indiv- uh, person, um, uh, just being.
1: Yeah. So it's one, you got to
0: watch what you're doing.
1: Word. And I was just trying to say how um, I actually, because I, subhanAllah, sometimes like the messages that I receive, like I haven't obviously been active on Instagram like that. Um, but I remember this one girl messaging me saying how she struggles with the idea and the principles of the deen simply because of how it has been delivered to her growing up. Right? So she came forward to tell like her family members and her friends around her and her masjid that the Qur'an teacher that used to teach her was sexually molesting her. And that the reason why she can never go back to the masjid or like learn Qur'an or whatever the case is, is because she's afraid of like seeing him and stuff like that. What they did instead, the sister, she was saying how like the girls in the masjid, what they did instead was they went forward, told the ma'alin that was still in the masjid, like he she told they told him, And then he went back to tell the girls to tell her that you are like, basically you're like a liar and how, because of what you said, you've left the fold of Islam. Mm. So she messaged me saying how I'm out of Islam. Like basically I'm not a Muslim anymore. Simply because like this high notable sheikh or whatever is like telling me that I'm not. And why would I ever be a part of something where nobody would believe me and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so it's so big, right? But it's like, she also was saying how, like, when I was talking to her and I was like, you know, what, like, no, I go to a masjid, like, my masjid's like, like, alhamdulillah, like, I've had good experiences, like, they're not all like that. She said how the best nasiha that she's ever received in her life was from a non-Muslim person. Mm-hmm. And how the way they spoke about their religion and the openness and the equity, quote-unquote, that she felt like she felt more from them was something that she would find herself more comfortable to be in mm-hmm. versus a religion that constricts her from ever feeling like her truth is something that's not valid subhanallah like let's yeah. just let's just just yeah. let that sink in bro it, it, and it, it pisses me off like it,
0: it's sad uh because it's kind of like we really do have to remember guys as a community we really need to do better we need to do better in how we treat as uh people yeah uh because uh remember guys uh these misajids are they're growing like, like for example sustainability is very important right like, you've got mm-hmm. a renewable, you got to make sure that everything keeps at a certain pace. Mm-hmm. But if you guys look at your local messages, for example, like, we're seeing, like, you know, like, maybe when the older you get, the more religious you become, and the more, like, you think about death, and you want to come back. But um, that logic is kind of really flawed, because it's, like, our messages are, like, most of the people who go there are pretty much old individuals, maybe, like, late 30s, 40s, 50s, but not a lot of youth are there. It, they're not there, because many of them feel they don't they don't feel at home. Mm-hmm. they, they rather be outside on roads and doing whatever, what list things that they want to do. Uh, they feel like they've been judged too much. Like I know myself, for example, like I remember like I would wear like certain colors, like I'll wear like bright orange jackets. I would wear like, you know, my, my haircut would be different. And then there would be kind of like, you know, people in the massages they would be like, guys, like, you know, what are you doing? You know, like, are you looking like a girl? Like, I remember like I had a big eye, like curly hair and I'll be like, Oh, I was imitating a woman. So, it was these things. I was like, I didn't really care. I just kept it moving. When they said
1: that, you were imitating a woman?
0: No, because I had curly hair. But personally, for me, I don't really care. Because I'm like, I don't give like two S's about how anybody else thinks. I really want to focus on myself and my my self-growth. And yeah, so I just feel like it's things like that. Where like, guys, come on. As a community, we're so much things we need to work on. Yeah. We tend to criticize and judge people. But guys, listen. Look at yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. If you guys had the moment of, like, have, give yourself a moment of reflection. Look at yourself, see certain things that you do. Are you doing things for this? Uh, are you doing things for the, you're being sincere? Or are you doing things because, you know, you have there's alternative motives? Yeah. So. And also,
1: like, you know, another thing, wallahi, you guys, stop putting your energy in Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat, whatever the case is. No, okay. Go put your energy somewhere else. Go get an education, go get a job. Okay. If
0: you're hating, if you're being, if you're a
1: hater, like if you're an absolute hater, you're sitting there like behind your anonymous people. egg to, egg account that nobody bashing knows people, of right. and you're just DMing people hadith after hadith after hadith without understanding the person's circumstances and the trauma that they may have. Wallahi get a job. Get yourself a man, get yourself somebody who pay your bills.
0: Get yourself a woman woman at this rate. All these niggas that we out here. And time. even
1: the brothers, the brothers, get yourself a wife, get yourself a job. Get your get out of the security license that you have and get yourself a real job, first and foremost. I'm not criticizing the ones who actually have a vision and stuff like that, but I'm saying the ones who get on Twitter and all they do is just talk all this smack about these sisters who are the fundamental foundation of our entire community. Mm-hmm. Women are the backbones of our of Earth in general, right? So it's like you guys continuously Wallahi Allah will ask you on your qiyamah like for anybody that's ever heard a girl that's ever broken her heart, who's ever made her feel like she's less than a Muslim, get yourself a job. And then when you have enough money, put all that money in sadaqa, and ask Allah for forgiveness.
0: Oh, real shit. Yeah, because it's kind of like, um, there's a lot of things we need to work on. And uh, going forward, I feel like, like the whole point of this podcast or this episode Mm-hmm. was we really want to address like the Twitter Sheikh and Ramadan and kind of like it was like a Ramadan special like I, I know for a fact I'm not perfect I've done many mistakes in my past me too like you know there's certain things that kind of like you know like I look back on and I'm like looking at my immaturity and like how young I was like I'm still young like I'm actually turning uh 23 on May 18.
1: I don't even want to share how old I'm turning but did you just say May 18? May 18. <laughs> yeah
0: I'm turning uh, 23 on May 18. And uh so yeah, it was just, and Hanolato. yeah, smiling, Hanato uh all the all of that all of that all of that, but it was kind of one of those things, I'm like, damn, you know, like look like it's when you really self reflect and like look at how you were as young individual, although it mm-hmm. could have been a year two, three, four years ago mm-hmm. or five years ago, perhaps, but it's kind of like. We see our flaw. We see our flaws, and we go forward. Mm-hmm. And I, I personally do. I'm 100% believer of like no one can really judge you for what you, uh, for what your past or anything, regardless of what you've encountered, what you've been through, because mm-hmm. your circumstances are always different, and you could be very, you could be your most vulnerable state in your life. Who knows, right? Regardless, they could throw hate at you. They mm-hmm. could, you know, they could, you know, you just talk ish about your name. Just remember, guys, that. Allah is the only one who can judge you, mm-hmm. God is only the one who can kind of, you know, like bestow judgment, true judgment, yeah. and don't worry, guys.
1: Yeah, and also, I, I love that you mentioned that, Hassan, because another thing is, like, we allow our past to burden our capability of actually progressing to become better Muslims, and I feel like, as somebody who completely understands, like, and a lot of us, I'm sure, do, you should never let that define you, right? whether it's your actions in terms of how you treat people, whether it's the way you, um, whether it's not praying Salah, whether it's not fasting, whatever the case is, anything, yeah. right? Because we all have Drinking, our own, smoking. Yeah, like we all, all have our own everything. individual struggles, have, everybody right?
0: Everybody has tests. Everybody has their own tests right? in
1: life. My thing is, what I just wanted to say is like, you guys should never carry that into tomorrow because who you were yesterday will never be the, the same person you are tomorrow, right? Yeah. You can never, and also like, if you continuously dwell on the past, you will never be able to internally grow. And I always preach Hassan about growth, Hassan. Like in order for you to actually grow as a person, mm. if you are not looking forward to better yourself in the future, right? Like you will continuously be burdening yourself with the past. And and also by the way, another thing that another, you know, like another trigger of that could just simply be the people that you have around you in your life. Mm. Right. They could be people who are reminding you of your past. Yeah. it could be like yo like oh like you're fasting like nah like uh, let's go smoke like or let's go drink it, 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 or anything, anything anything any whatever obviously anything i'm just giving you change. guys examples right i'm just saying like you guys could you guys are in control of your own lives so be the captain phillips of the ship and just say you're the captain now
0: yeah and then it's like uh oh, N-O? <laughs>
1: uh
0: yeah because uh, one thing i really uh, another thing was like uh just remember guys you know like a lot of people that I know, like, there's a lot of friends I've spoken to or, I, 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 you know, I talked to. And a lot of them who, are, who used to be Muslims or are not practicing Muslim anymore, they mm-hmm. always have an idea that, for example, like, oh, like, you know, I've already committed too many sins. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, I'm already finished. Like, I'm already, I'm already, you know, I'm going to hell, you know, might as well. Like, s- hell sounds like a utopia. Like, one of my boys, like, he was telling me that. I'm like, he told me this. And I'll listen to him. And then, like, uh, I was trying to tell him, bro, don't think like that. You know, like, and like, I was trying to tell him, bro, like, don't, don't feel like you're lost. Mm-hmm. Because uh, like this Ramadan, like you know, like there's a also I'm gonna give you guys a helpful tips of like you know like how to do to kind of make the most of Ramadan or like one thing that I did personally mm-hmm. was I was listening to you know Mufti Menk. Uh, I deleted my music off my lap, my phone. I just d- d- deleted all of them, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I I started listening to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. I started listening to you know like Mufti Man has his own like you know podcast every day he does like a new episode yeah I fifteen love it. twenty thirty he has great yeah. ones as well they it basically talks about forgiveness and like you know taking advantage and it's one of those things that it's like nice things to hear like you know it actually really does soothe your soul because it's like I realize like you know the, the the information if you put good things into your soul if you start listening to good things if you start if you start doing positive things towards yourself like mm-hmm. your soul feels good like it mm-hmm. feels light and like it feels like you can do a lot of things mm-hmm. and listen to that i'm like yo these Muslim men's podcast is very crucial because i learned a lot and it made me feel good mm-hmm. uh about like you know like forgiveness you know making you're praying your zakat you know make sure you donate you're giving your zakat, uh making sure charity taking advantage of ramadan and don't let it slip by because who knows we're gonna be alive for the next one right
1: yeah that's, another, yeah, that's thing. another thing you never so know if you're gonna know. be alive
0: a lot of people that we know like for in our community you know they passed away a lot of family loved ones yeah we have that passed away a lot of friends that we mm-hmm. know passed away so it's we gotta really take advantage of this
1: Word. and
0: like you know like I'm not trying to be a preacher like I hate there's I, nothing like, wrong like, there's I, nothing but the wrong things with I don't because I'm like a reason why I don't like preaching because I'm like I know myself and I know that there's certain things, many things I but there's nothing
1: on. wrong with sharing Hassan. I know
0: but that's the thing but sharing but I just want everybody to just feel that you're fine as long as everybody has their own time just doesn't matter if there's for example if there there's like if there's something that you do all the time that you know like you always find yourself doing all over and over again just ask for forgiveness just seek toba yeah that's it just ask allah for forgiveness that's all you have to do being sincere and this is the things that i've been doing like i've been like you know like i've tried my best to kind of like be sincere you know like uh just ask for allah for forgiveness because it's like you know like that's it's it's nice you know mm. like what kind of like like uh, like of course you know like what kind of person would you be if you don't ask allah for favors or ask for allah for anything
1: exactly like you yeah.
0: don't ask for him for anything like oh, what is it? i feel like it's kind of disrespectful
1: i know like someone once told me by the way like i used to think um i think i remember once i was like yo like i feel guilty because anytime i ask allah for something like it's never like this is obviously a conversation I had a while ago, but I was like anytime I feel like I'm having a conversation with Allah, it's to asking for something, not to thank him for something. so and then I, and then I said how I, I like I stopped asking because I felt bad, and she said that like Allah loves those who asks, you know what I mean, and that he is the most wise, the most knowing, the the most um uh, forgiving and the most merciful right? so it's like acknowledging all of his 99 names. And understanding that there's nothing wrong with reaching out to our creator and and asking for, for things to make us better, right? Whether it's financially, through education, through spiritually, whatever the case is. And that's something that I learned to do. And then this Ramadan, I made it a goal to make sure that, um, you know, I'm just grateful for things. And I, 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 I don't know who told me to do this activity, but um, I remember I did this once for like nine days straight. So you guys can do it as well, right? It's basically where you um, write down. Three things that you're grateful for every single day, right? So in the beginning it starts off really, really big, like you're grateful for your house, your family, your um, you know, your your eyes, your nose, your ears, everything. You know what I mean? And then it starts getting smaller and smaller the less every single day as you keep going, and then you start thinking like, wow subhanallah, like you start appreciating all the little things. So I would ask everyone to try that as well, inshallah. Um what I wanted to say by the way is that somebody actually messages Hassan. Mm. And obviously, because this is a brother-sister uh, podcast, yeah. I sort of went on Instagram and asked people a while ago, like a really long time ago, um, one, any questions that you get, you guys have, and that we'll choose one and just answer it on our podcast. So I want to make that a ritual where we answer one uh, question or multiple, but for now, whatever. And then we will um, answer it. So the question was, can you share an embarrassing story from your childhood together?
0: <laughs> embarrassing childhood video? Yeah, I mean, a like, a, story. Idea, a story? Yeah. Um let's see, embarrassing childhood story, like, I have, I've, I've, been, I've, I've gone through a lot, um, I think, like, one story I think I do have would be, okay, uh, this is a story, so basically, uh, grade seven, um, this is a time where, like, the Somali pirates were at its peak, you know, so, like, everybody was talking about Somali pirates, Somali pirates this, Somali pirates that, And, uh, like, listen, like, you know, I was a very woke child back then, you know, like, man was woke. So I had a supply teacher named Mr. Bismillah. I don't know if you remember his name. Mr. Mr. Bismillah?
1: Bismillah? Yeah. (laughs) I think you used to call him Mr. B, though, so.
0: No, yeah, Mr. B, Mr. Bismillah. So basically, this man, for example, like, you know, like, he wanted to be very interactive and, like, let everybody kind of, like, be a part of the topic. So he's like, you know what, let's talk about something on the news. On the news front cover, it was, cover page was Somali Pirates. And everybody, when they saw it, they just turned around and looked at me. They're like, "Oh, Hassan, Somali pirate! Oh, that's your uncle! uh oh, all this stuff, you know." Mm-hmm. And then I remember I went in front of the class and I started crying, I'm bawling <laughs> my eyes out. I was like, "You guys don't understand. These people have nothing. People from China and uh, India dump toxic waste into the ocean." Wait, what grade is this? Grade seven.
1: Wallah.
0: Real shit. I tell the story all the time, and I started bawling my eyes out. I was like, "You guys don't understand. These people suffer." Y'all don't care about them suffering And yeah I started crying And I ran out of class uh. And yeah That was one embarrassing. That's on the spot Because that's If you were to tell me This ask the question before I would have thought about it But Yeah I just wanted to spot. surprise it.
1: Oh, it Obviously has to be authentic In that yeah Yeah But what's, um, what about you? Okay so I think um That's a good question actually I have a lot of embarrassing stories But I think like The most embarrassing story That I personally have Is Hmm Okay I sort of said this on Twitter, but, and I deleted the tweet, but I think I'm just going to say it again. So when I was in the eighth grade, I went to an Islamic school and there was a guy (laughs) who I thought was cute, not like cute or whatever, but like, I just thought whatever. Okay. His name was blank. Anyway, so I was in French class and I was writing my first ever confession love letter. And then I, because I'm very poetic, like I'm really good with my words, guys. Well, honestly, I'm really good with my words, and I really hate when no one is, like you know, especially when, whatever. Anyways, so I wrote a whole letter, and then I'll never forget. I folded the papers, Hassan, and then I attached the caillou sticker in the to seal it, right? Mm-hmm. Then my Arabic teacher was like, "Naima, what are you doing?" And I was just like, "Oh, like nothing." She goes, you're not doing your homework? And I'm like, I am. And then she's like, give me the paper. And I was like, I'm not giving you the paper. She goes, give me the paper right now. So she goes, guys, like I'm holding it like under my chair. She goes and grabs it, reads it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And tells me to leave the class and go to show the principal, pretty much. So I had to sit in front of my whole Islamic school principal and read to him a love letter that I, I wrote to a guy yeah.
0: uh, like that's that's kind that's of
1: so i mean honestly i wouldn't have even mind if he actually got got to read it if they gave it to him or something but i was never going to give it to him so i think that was embarrassing the fact that she still looks at me today like i am blank blank years old and she still sees me and i just think like wow like you have my love letter or you did
0: you I mean, took it yeah. maybe she maybe she maybe you, might as well just ruin the, the love uh love uh, story of the Maybe that was your future husband, right there.
1: I tried to find him on LinkedIn, that was your man, but that was whatever. A, that could have been your man. I'm joking. <laughs> no, honestly, like it was kind of sad, looking. It is what it is. And it was—it was just because he played basketball, and I was the only girl in my class who played who played basketball, and he was a year older than me. So this is sad. Anyways, it's a little awkward right now, guys. But that was my first ever crush, I think.
0: Mm.
1: Back in but, the eighth grade. Oh, Shout out to you oh, if you're still oh, listening. Oh, oh,
0: man. <laughs> well, inshallah. Well, that's pretty much gonna wrap it for this episode, guys.
1: You're gonna just wrap it as such an awkward note that yeah, I just we, left we, everybody out?
0: Yeah, it, it was really awkward ending. Uh, I so know, Hassan, got, could he, you Guys, you yeah, should have seen his face cringe. the entire
1: time. He's like, oh, oh my God. Hassan, stop. Yeah, we, we, we all were... knew that you loved the neighbor a long time ago. No, uh, listen, relax.
0: <laughs> Anyways, guys, what are we gonna do, guys? We're gonna, that's a wrap. Boom. Um, thank you. For those who've listened to the end of this podcast, uh, you're a re- warrior. Thank you. Uh, for, like, you know, being able to hear what Naima, that embarrassing stuff that she was trying to say. I whatever, you know I, I what, could. yeah. That was hella cringe. Hassan, but whatever, i Anyways, thank you. That's a wrap for this podcast.
1: This is Naima.
0: And this is Hassan. And thank you for listening to The Crowned Perspective.
1: Bye, guys. Bye.